The following is a Barrett Sports Media production. There are two sides to the broadcast industry, content creators and money makers. This podcast is for that second group, sellers, buyers, managers, anyone with an interest in business. You're all welcome here. This is Seller to Seller. Now, here's your host, Jeff Caves. Dr. Ed Cohen worked with me at Cumulus Media until he was a victim of COVID layoffs. He was the go-to guy for us. Anything to do about ratings, we went to Dr. Ed. He also served as the VP of Research for Clear Channel in his career, and he spent 17 years with Arbitron and Nielsen managing the diary service and introducing PPM and the new system all over the country. Ed's now retired, he lives in the DC area, he travels with his girlfriend, he enjoys his time away from radio, and of course he loves the Caps and the NHL. But I had to go back to Ed and I turned to him to counsel all of us on what ad reps should know about the ratings and what should we look for when a new book comes out, especially if you're in a two-book diary market or even a PPM market. He's got some things to tell us about that as well. It's all easy with Dr. Ed. All he thinks it needs is a calculator and some smarts. Education is number one. It, It amazes me in the business to this day, the number of people that still don't know what the basics mean, what's a rating, what's a share, what's QM. And QM is the one I always used to, I was always big on QM because that to me was, uh, call it sort of a leading economic indicator, uh, even though it, well, I guess it could be economic if you're talking sales. Mm-hmm. It is understand the terminology. It's really simple. Everybody gets scared. I, I mean, some programmers revel in it. Occasionally you get some salespeople and sales managers that really get it. But it's not hard. I always tell people, if you can add, subtract, multiply, and divide, or maybe just run an old calculator. I still have a calculator I use. It's, uh, it is 38 years old. Works great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got it when I started my doctorate in 1983 at a Kmart uh, and solar power. Don't a blue light that. special. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it'll be 39 years old in September. Okay. It works. Uh, but it, if you can do that, or mm-hmm. use the calculator on your phone, you can handle all this. There's not any higher math to this. This is just arithmetic, and you learned it in second or third grade. Okay. So you start with that. You know, Forget the intimidation factor. There's no intimidation here. It's very mm-hmm. easy. And it's just understand very basic terminology. Once you have that, now you can move forward. And I'll tell you, the, the thing is, the more I've looked at diary markets and when I was at Cumulus, I was doing diary reviews a few times a year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the one market that was close to when I first, when I was still living in Maryland and even living in Virginia was uh, York because the York guys could drive in. And so what I would do is I'd find a couple of markets that absolutely went in the dumper. I'd look at those while the York guys were looking at their diaries uh, when you could still do that at Nielsen. Okay. And what you see now with the diary service is, is this, and, and it, it is unfortunately a fact of life. I mean, radio, over-the-air radio listening is declining. And sad but true, because all of us have made a, hopefully made a decent living in this business. But what that means is when you find that one or two or maybe two or three golden diaries that 
have a lot of listening, the hundred plus quarter hours to whatever station. I don't care about the format, forget sports, if anything. Sure. They just stand out because the rest of these diaries where they fill it out, they're not putting in much listening. They, you know, this it's the old thing about you see a comment, oh, it's my favorite station. I listen all the time. Then you see how much they listen. They had eight quarter hours in a week, which is next. <laughs> all they listen, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. So it, it I think. Some of the thought in my, and I, not being a sales guy, I had the opportunity to go into it many, many years ago and got smart and didn't because I'm just not good at it. I, I respect the people that are, is I've kind of veered off to look at Cume. I want to see how many different people are in there. Plus the, the survey itself, remember it is so driven. AQH, average quarter hour, can be driven by just a couple of diaries, period. Uh, I mean, you get a few big ones in there in the right demo. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say it's a, a 35 year old male or maybe a 30. Let's make a 34 year old male, because now you've got 1834, 25 to 49, 25 to 54. It's sure. a sweet spot. One or two diaries in a smaller market can make you look good for six months. So what you're saying, Ed, in a sense is the broader the day part, the broader the demo the broader the measurement, which means QM, total week, and, and a lot of maybe 35 plus or, or 25, 54, 35, 64, yeah. uh, is the better way for salespeople perhaps to have a better tool to go on the street with. Well, I think that they can, when they show the amount of reach and that radio is still a very good reach medium, I'll admit, I don't look at the numbers month to month, week to week, day, you know, year to year really anymore, but you know, I've been at this. When did I start looking at first surveys I ever looked at was when I was an operations manager in South Carolina. That was, I think, spring of 1979. So I've been looking at this for a while. And I've always thought that I want to see what that reach is. And when you think about it, that's, you know, it's a different world now. You're competing against digital. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about the old days, who were you competing with in the local market to sell mm-hmm. ads? You were you were competing with the newspaper, you were competing TV, with yeah. TV and then cable came along, which was mm-hmm. cheap TV, direct mail. I mean, now you're dealing with Facebook and Google and everybody else. Who has Amazon. Great target. Yeah. But let's talk about how many different people and, and think about also what is going to hold up in terms of a measurement of, of saying, okay, this, this survey, you're looking great. You're whichever stage again, regardless of format, you had a great book. Mm-hmm. It can go right in the dumper the next one. Uh, sure. I remember looking at Boise one time for one of the, one of the stations that just went in the dumper and you looked and there were plenty of diaries still listening, just no big ones. And that's what will kill the average quarter hour number, but the cube could still hold up. And so you look at, Oh, the TSL is down. Well, again, it could just be that it is a survey. It's a survey that is, let's see the best way to explain this is that while the survey is well done for what Mm -hmm. it is in 2022, which means it has a lot of flaws in it. (laughs) It it gets harder and harder. I've been doing survey stuff since the 80s. And if there's one thing you can guarantee is that surveys will continue to get harder and harder and harder to do. Sure. Uh, That's why so many of them that are online, God knows what they're projectable to. Um, I mean, I've picked up a lot of JetBlue points doing surveys just for fun. Uh, I've got a <laughs> couple of are, that yeah. I didn't have anymore or I didn't have in the past. I would say if you look at QM, it's going to hold up a lot better. You might have a crappy book or a good book 
but that cume is probably going to stay pretty consistent. And right, let me ask you this. Hold on. Let ahead. me interject because I know yeah, sure. you, you're going to get on a lot of points, but uh, cume, yes. And then two book averages, five book averages. Probably better because it's not the same sample every time. I mean, unless something drastic has happened in the market or happened to your station. I mean, drastic in the market. Obviously, we had something the last couple of years called COVID that changed a lot of patterns that nobody could have ever anticipated. Exactly. But think about that if if there's some major, well, morning shows aren't what they used to be, but something major has happened, maybe your station talent has left, or there was some other major format shift in that market, any of that mm -hmm. could have happened. But barring that, I think, yeah, the, the bigger the sample, the better you better off you are. And the fact that it's a different sample PPM, obviously you can keep people in for up to two years. I don't know what the average is now. It used to be about 10 months that people stayed in 10, maybe 11, even if it gets to a year, you've got the same people, but in diary, you don't No, It simply doesn't happen. There, there may be, there may be a couple that showed up twice. It's very rare. I, I, when I first started at Arbitron many years ago, we actually looked at that and it was, literally a handful across the whole country back when the whole country was diary. And let me so ask you this about yeah, weighted diaries. It, it really goes along with what you're saying when you have a bad book. Mm -hmm. uh, part of the strategy could be, well, how did Nielsen do in my market? What what was the weighted percentage of the diary, say, for men 1834 or mm -hmm. 3544, whatever the, the cell is you want to examine? You know, a fewer diaries are controlling more and they're waiting up. Is, is that a fair analysis to look at things? It, it is, but I think it's there's nothing you can do about it. I think it's it's worth knowing if it's consistent. I mean, let's face it, men 1834, they're always going to have problems. And really, it's broken down to 18 to 24 and 25 to 34 because the weighting is done at that level at the cells. Right. I, I mean, yeah. You can get in those fights with them and there's not, and they'll say, gee, we're sorry, or it doesn't mean anything or no. whatever. They'll come up with, you know, whoever you're talking to An if advertiser. It's on the methodological side, they'll give you a better answer if it's, but most likely if you're at a station and you actually want to call, it'll be your rep and your rep will give you the usual runaround, but that's what they have to do. And there's not much that Nielsen can do about it. Um, they, it, it's been a thing for 40 years to try to fix 18 to 34. It's not going to get a whole lot better. The idea of doing an online diary, uh, I can tell you that was tested and was actually implemented. I want to say it was winter 06, either winter 06 or winter 07. I mean, I was there and we thought it would work and it was pulled and it hasn't come back since. They've tried some things. Um, none of which worked. Uh, so it's still the good old paper diary. The only difference is now they rarely call people. A lot of this is done by mail. Of course, it's also because a majority of homes in the United States are cell phone only. And, and how do you feel about when we pull stuff, when the sales staff starts pulling stuff, there's a variety of things that they can pull out of the tap scan. They can pull hour by hour. Uh, you can look at day part uh, recycling of, of how many people listen to the afternoon show and go into the house and then wake up and leave it on the morning show. You, you can look at 
Well, X percentage of listeners from Station Y also listen listen to Station Z, but mm-hmm. percentage of Station Z listeners really don't care about Station Y and the exclusive cum. <laughs> How stable are any of the things I just talked about? Because they're fairly you know, dependent on AQH and, and certainly TSL and so forth. How, how they're, stable they're not they? very stable um, and they're not going to be. The sample sizes aren't big enough and the sample sizes are based on what the market will bear. If you're sitting in a small market, you can only pay so much and there are only so many clients. And if there aren't any clients, the market will go away. And that's what's going to happen. That's There's not much you can do about that. Um, Nielsen is going to make their margin on a market they don't like to cancel a market, but they do now and again. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're only going to have so much sample. And some of that sample is, say, 12 to 17 or 65 plus. And being 65 plus, I can tell you a fair, because we're baby boomers, a fair number of us are in that 65 plus demo, and they're going to try to represent that. So when you look at what percentage of the actual diaries are in that sweet spot, whether it's 25, 54, 35, 64, 18, 49, take your pick. It's not going to be a big percentage of the market, and it's actually declining a bit as because all of us who were born you know, between 46 and 64, a lot of us are still alive, and we're, you know, they're trying to represent us, even though nobody's buying the demo. Can we flip this and, and give me an analysis about what I talked about looking at hour by hours, exclusive QMs, yeah, um, and PPM, in the PPM world, oh, the top PPM, 48 markets? Yeah, in PPM, it's it's reasonable. Again, the sample sizes are pretty small. And I did formally do a, uh, a welcome to PPM um, really for talent. Uh, I used to do it in a number of the cumulus markets. And get them in the room and explain to them how it all worked. One of the uh, charts I'd show is say, okay, let's take a morning show uh, when mornings were still big for a big, uh, a big market okay. and, uh, it, and a big station. And you say, okay, let me show you this. And it was a minute by minute chart of how many meters were listening to that station in the morning show. The easiest thing to spot was where were the stop sets because you'd see the number drop off. But most of them would peak at maybe six or seven meters at one time. A bad station, and I'm talking one that wasn't doing well, might peak at one to one and a half meters. Mm. (laughs) And you're going, that's it, folks. So if you piss off one meter, you just knocked yourself down a big amount. Again, you can use the data, but think about it this way. We talk about everybody uses radio and that's still reasonably accurate. It's not everybody. It used 93%, to be 93%, yeah. but it's still a big number, mm-hmm. but that's a, that's a Monday, Sunday, six, eight, a mid. When you look at it, a, a station, I mean, what kind of a cum does a station get a 10 or 15? If they're really a strong one, maybe even a 20. And you look at the usage levels, especially in PPM. If you look at day part usage levels, you'll see them in single digit. I never have used the term PUM because it's a plural person's using measured media. And oh, the only okay. media that's being measured is radio, which is a singular, it's medium. So I still use PUR, which is what you see in the diary markets. They've never changed that. Regardless, what you see is if you have a PUR of say eight, which is not unusual in PPM and in diary, it's going to be higher, invert it. 100 minus 8 is 92. That says during that day part, at any given quarter hour, 92% of the population is not listening to radio. So now you've taken that meter sample 
uh, less than half of which is in the sweet spot of demos that you want. And 90% of them at that given time are not listening to radio. So now how many meters are you dealing with? And it's the same thing in diary. It's just not quite as small because the diary service gets higher numbers. Uh, the meter service gets higher cumes. The diary service gets higher quarter hours. To get back to your original question, hour mm -hmm. by hour and all that other fun stuff, mm -hmm. when you do that, you're dealing with AQH for the hour by hour and small numbers of diaries that are listening at any given time. Mm -hmm. And it's being driven by a couple of big ones. The person who says, I like this station, I go to work and I'm still one of these people that has it on the radio all day long. So I listen from eight to five, five days a week or for whatever reason. And or the one who says, I deliver packages for a living or whatever. I drive an Amazon truck sure. or UPS truck and the radio is on all day. And that person drives a number like crazy. And I mean, it's hard to sell QM. Nobody's used to selling QM. If, it's, if you're in a spots and dots situation, you're selling AQH. Yes, QM is there for reach and frequency. But I think when you're dealing with people saying, okay, here's how many different people listen to the station. And that number is going to be a lot more stable and a lot more representative with respect to what Nielsen is doing, whether meter or diary. And I, I, with the PPM markets, I've always talked to, when I've tried to talk PDs off ledges or told them they need to head toward the ledge, it's <laughs> been, let's look at your QM. Where is your QM going? Because they might say, well, my, my share is looking good. Well, the shares, the shares hold up while the pie keeps getting smaller. But let's look at the QMs. Where are your QMs going? And if they're declining, it's a warning sign. It's like a, that, that leading economic indicator. If your QMs are going up, usually the AQH is going to follow at some point, unless something big happens. Or, some, or of course, that one or, those one or two big meters that happen to be in the same household fall out of the panel, and all of a sudden, you went from being a genius PD to being a, a dope, and, and right. you know, like, oh, man, when am I going to get fired? Right. So How at the end of the day, we're, we're, you're, what you're saying is look at Cumes, look at Monday through Sunday, six to 10. If you're looking at morning shows or, you know, 10 to three. And in the moment you want to look at 10 to one, you know, just yeah, buyer beware. Sales, yeah. Go broader. If you're in sales, if you're a PD and you want to tear it apart and, and microanalyze it, go for it. I think really you're best off as a salesperson, unless you just love this stuff or you're a frustrated programmer and ended up in sales because you make more money that way or do both like you've done. Um, then I think, okay, you can go into it some more, but I, I think keep it simple. I think here's how many different people we have. Here's what we know about them. And it's going to stay pretty consistent. You can deliver on that. If, you, if it's agency stuff, okay, you can't get around that. But if you're dealing with retail clients, I want to show that I've got all these people. Here's what I know about them. Um, if you've got Scarborough or Media Audit or whatever to, to uh, supplement it and say, look, I know about what their income is. I know their uh, propensity, their plans to buy cars or to do whatever else they're going to do. Great. They were that. It's, yeah. it's not changed a whole lot, but I just have always been more of a fan of that. And again, I'm not the one on the street, so I'm giving advice. And I'm not necessarily following it. <laughs> but, You're but a consultant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, but I don't get paid for it. I do it. For, I just do these things for free. I try to help out my friends. It's a good perspective to, yeah. to keep it broad. And um, sometimes we all need to hear that and not get hung up in, in some of the other things as, as gospel. They're, they're, they're indicators. They're interesting. Um, and maybe we should leave it at that. It, it's always good to hear from you, man. And I appreciate you taking time to do this. Happy to do it, Jeff. You know that.
but yeah, I don't think it's changed. I mean, since the first book I ever got in 79 and really since the diary service started, probably there were people, you know, complaining about uh, not enough men, 1834, 50 years ago, and they're still complaining. And while Arbitron and then Nielsen has tried to repair that, there's only so much you can do. You can complain and complain and complain. And I could give you specific examples if I chose to. And they can only do so much because I was there 16 years. I worked on all that stuff. And there's only so much you can do. Maybe someday it'll change. Maybe someday we'll be sitting on that. We'll be using the cell phones. But for now, we're not. Thanks to Dr. Ed Cohen. You can find all about Ed on LinkedIn. Just look up Ed Cohen. And please rate, review, and pass along seller to seller. You can write to me, jeffcaves54, at that's the number five and four at gmail.com with topics or great conversations that you'd like to listen to. Reach out to me if you're near Flower Mound, Texas, or the Dallas area. I'd love to see you if our paths cross. Check out my articles at the uh, Sports Radio Sales section, of course, on BarrettSportsMedia.com. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Seller to Seller with Jeff Caves. Each episode is available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and most podcasting platforms. To stay in touch with Jeff, follow him on Twitter at Jeff Caves and read his sales columns on BarrettSportsMedia.com.